I am here with our special guest, Don Perkins. Don, come on up. You ready? Good to be with you, Tom. Hey, great to be with you. Great Let's to be with get you. going. All right. We have a lot to talk about. Anything you want to say before we get going? Well, it's an honor to be here. Uh, my first actual meeting since the shutdown. So thank you for inviting That's us. Because you, you had a lot of cancellations. Lo uh, probably 14, 15 meetings. Couldn't fly anywhere. Couldn't fly anywhere. We had three, yeah. two trips to, three trips to Canada. Yeah. I was teaching in Canada. All those canceled. Trip to Israel canceled. Uh, so you are our, face, our first meeting, uh, and I'm, I thank you for it. Uh, this is going to be great. I yes. love having you here. Being a good friend for many years now. Yes, yes. And uh, we both worked at McDonald's, for all of you who are watching. <laughs> we both worked at McDonald's. I was job. 17 when I got my job at McDonald's. I was, uh, yeah, I was around 17. You were in San Diego. I was in Riverside. And I was in Baton Rouge. Oh, you were, that's right. You were Baton in Louisiana. Rouge. Yeah. I forgot. I yeah. was in Riverside, California. You were in Louisiana. Right. And uh, we're going to get going. So here's the format for Sunday nights. Okay. We take live cues from the audience. Uh, we have people watching from YouTube and Facebook okay. all over. We want to welcome all of you who are watching live. Amen. Uh, you can start sending your questions. I have a long list. These are called Stump Dawn uh -oh. questions. Look how many <laughs> I have. Well, it's time to pray. I have a lot. It's time to pray. You want to pray? <laughs> I Go can ahead. Pray. Lord, we thank you for this time, and we ask, dear God, that you just breathe afresh on this season of study and Q&A. Uh, let it touch our hearts, O oh God. Uh, let it reveal your plan, dear God, overall. Uh, we pray for our nation uh, as, as what we're going through at this moment, and we just ask for your wisdom, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Okay, well, let's, I think I already have a first question in, but All right. uh, <laughs> yeah, I, can, I can hold off on that first one. Um, but let's get going with this. So okay. let's talk about what's happening right now. We're going to get into prophecy. Why bi Bible prophecy? What is Bible prophecy? Why is it important? Uh, we're going to be talking about who Antichrist is. I have a whole lot of questions for you. All the right. covenant, uh, the temple. I want to get to all of those things. Okay. But, uh, and also the mark of the beast and that stuff. Okay. It seems that we are passing by the covid problem right uh, the last 48 hours it has almost completely disappeared from the news it's been unbelievable i mean you yeah. watch the news it's like uh like the nation is on fire yeah it literally i yes. would say the nation is on fire literally yes you and i talked on the phone last night i think it was about 9 30 or so right right uh we were talking about tonight and then we ended up talking about a lot of things and i asked you uh, if you could speak to the issue of the george floyd incident yes and racism and riots yes and on what in the world is going on in america and how it has taken over everything yeah. you know we, we all know that what happened to george was was not right yeah. i mean everybody knows that uh it doesn't matter what color you are i mean we know that was wrong uh and and everybody knows that you know uh and also the the hard cry of people today you know as they are expressing their their anger in regards to it we understand that i mean uh you know, I couldn't watch it. I couldn't watch the whole uh, thing. I just couldn't watch it because it, it hit my heart too, too hard, you know. But, but I will say this, even beyond what has happened uh, with that event, what's happening now is, is just totally, I believe, outside of the box. Uh, uh, you know, you watch the news. A lot of the news anchors are talking about, uh, not, not the anchors, I mean the, 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 the city government. Mm -hmm. uh, they're talking about a lot of people that are being arrested now are outside of the state. In other words, these people are being yep. bust in, professional rioters. Yep. 
and they've been, they've been bust in. And, you know, because you, you think about it, you know, I say, well, you know, why would you destroy your own city? I mean, that, that, that is not a, a, that's not the right answer to this problem. And, you know, uh, when you destroy your, your, your grocery stores, your department stores, when the dust settle, uh, where are you going to shop? I mean, where are you going to get your food? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I said, it has to be bigger than what we are witnessing. And I really believe it is. I mean, yeah. uh, we, we are seeing some amazing things in America. Now, we're just coming through the, co uh, the COVID-19 situation, uh, just beginning to get uh, back, you know, starting the economy. And now this has happened. You know, I, I believe it's bigger than what, than, what we, than what we're seeing. I do, too. There has to be somebody that's organizing No this. doubt about it. I look at it, it appears to me that it, there has to be funded. No doubt you about it. You can't just get all of these different riots happening simultaneously. Yes. And I've, I, just in the town that we're in, in fact, right now, yes. while we are here doing this live, just four miles from here, uh, we were alerted today at the same time, four o'clock here, our time that there are going to be people that were going to be bussed in from Los Angeles and other areas to start a riot and I don't know what they're going to do out here yeah. uh, highway patrol is already on alert over yeah. there and well, uh, you're gonna to have to drive through it on the way home. we live in San Diego County mm -hmm. uh, yesterday one of our major interstates was shut down over a thousand plus people shut the interstate down not only that but they went into uh, I guess the the La Mesa area the La Mesa Police Department, they, they went there, stormed that, uh, you know, the, the facility uh, grounds. Uh, they had to, uh, you know, shoot rubber bullets to disperse them as well as the pepper, pepper spray. And then last night while we slept, they burned down two of the major banks mm -hmm. in La Mesa. One of the banks that I, I normally attend. I mean, I go in yeah. and do my, my business. Uh, and again, I said, you know, this is bigger than what we see. Now, again, we're not putting light of what happened to George. I mean, that was wrong. That was evil. Uh, justice need to be served, uh, not only him, but others in the past. But, uh, you know, this spirit of racism is, is deep on, on many sides. You know, now uh, I'm going to say this as well. Uh, the problem is deeper than racism. The problem is a sin problem. Uh, I was sharing with you uh, in the back that you know, no matter what, no matter who's in power, uh, Republican, Democrat, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's, it's human government that don't really have an answer. The true answer is Jesus. Yeah. Now, people say, well, you know, you're a Christian and you should say that, you know, uh, it's Jesus, Jesus, but you, Jesus is the answer. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, there will not be true government, true peace in government until Jesus sits on the throne. And, and that's, that's, that's clear from Scripture, you know. Uh, Jesus is the only answer. So as I see these events, uh, I see the pestilence with COVID-19. Uh, I see the, the, the racism and I see the, the, the rioting. All these are indicators that the scripture talk about in the latter days. These are signs of the Lord's return. As a matter of fact, right now, I'm looking up. I mean, I, I believe the rapture is at any hand because we are witnessing events that are, that are literally pointing to the second coming, not the rapture, but the second coming. Uh, and if we're seeing these events right now, man, how close, how close is the rapture? And you know, uh, you know, Jesus said in the latter days that, that, that there will be wars and rumors of wars. Now, a lot of times we only uh, relate that to, you know, wars with Russia and, and the United States or Israel and Iran. But, you know, we have wars right now in the streets. We have rioting in the streets. And, I, and again, I believe that what is happening right now is truly a sign of the time. You know, uh, the, it, it's, it's too organized. It, it came together too quick. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was like it was, it was just waiting for some event to spark it. 
You know, now, again, justice will be served uh, to those that, that murdered uh, uh, George. Yeah. Uh, right. I mean, that, that's wrong. Listen, I mean, this is murder. So when I look at this, um, what, I'm, what I've seen in a lot of these riots yeah. is I see white people that seem to be organizing this. Okay, mm -hmm. so when I look at this from a, a white person's perspective, mm -hmm. I've, I, I look, at, and it appears to me, when I look at what's happened to the black community for a number of years now, mm -hmm. um, uh, when you look at abortion, yeah. abortion destroys, right now, I, I just read the facts, the numbers from the CDC today. Yeah. Uh, abortion in New York City, more than 50% of African-American women babies are aborted. Yeah. That is... That's a tragedy. That is beyond a tragedy. Yeah. Um, you look at gun violence in Chicago, yes. you don't hear anything about that from mainstream media. And it's happening in the inner city yes. all the time. Mm -hmm. It is out of control, not a word. Yes. And then suddenly I'm watching these riots that are destroying predominantly um, black neighborhoods. Yeah. And, and some malls and things like yeah. that too. Yeah. But you look and you go, well, wait a minute. Although this is supposed to be supporting mm -hmm. the black community, all these different events that are taking place to me uh, or destroying this, the community. It is absolutely destroying yeah. the black community, and it's destroying black people, and it's, it, it's being sold as if this is for your good. Yeah, and, and that's not the case. I mean, we, we have a problem. Uh, and again, I got to go back to the, to the crux of the matter. It's a sin problem. Uh, America, our nation as a whole, I really believe, uh, I believe the judgment of God has begun on America. Yeah. And I, that, that's a strong statement to make right now. Uh, but I got to say that because, uh, you know, we've, we've murdered over 61 million babies, black, white, Hispanic, it Just doesn't matter. The in race. America? In America. Alone. In America. 61, 61 million. million babies. Genesis uh, 4, uh, when Cain and Abel, when Cain killed his brother, and the scripture says that, that God came to Cain and he said, where's your brother? He said, am I my brother's keeper? And God told me, he said, Cain, your brother's blood is crying to me from the ground. We've killed 61 million babies. Not just black babies, black, white, I mean, all kinds of babies. We, we've murdered babies in America. As, as, as Abel's blood cried from the ground, I believe we have 61 million babies crying as well for justice. And I, I really believe, you know, it's hard to say this, but it's true. I really believe mm -hmm. that we are witnessing the, the judgment of God upon America. Now, a lot of people don't want to hear that. If anything, uh, what it has done for my heart, uh, Tom, uh, I'm reminded of Daniel 9, when Daniel prayed for the nation of Israel. Mm -hmm. And that, that's a great pattern that every Christian need to look at because uh, Daniel went through that prayer and, and he, he, he called out his own sins. He called out, but then he said, Lord, he said, God, we as a nation have sinned against you. And then he said, God, what we are experiencing is exactly what you, what you told Moses, the decree. You know, Moses told him, these are the laws, these are the rules. If you break these rules, then these type of judgments will come upon you. And he said, uh, we are experiencing exactly what you decreed because we've turned our back on you. And see, America was once called a great nation. We were once a Christian nation, quote unquote Christian nation. As a whole, the nation has turned its back on God. Uh, we've legalized homosexuality. We put it into our laws. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, I mean, we are experiencing some things that I really believe. I, I even think about uh, as I drive around town now, uh, I see homelessness. Mm -hmm. Now think about this. We're in a, we're in a country 
that can, that can send $1,200 to every American in a stimulus check. But we have rampant pandemic homelessness. I mean, and, and it's, every time I see it, I say, Lord, it's like a scourge on America. Uh, uh, this shouldn't be happening in, in a prosperous nation. But I look at it deeper than what, what we see. This is a sign of what's happening to the nation. So when I look at the homeless problem, yes. okay, then we look at COVID and everybody knows, depending on who, what, which expert was speaking at yes. the time, yeah. it's always a different scenario, <laughs> yes. how it's going to work out. Obviously, it's not panning out the way that Bill Gates originally said it would right. and the way <laughs> the Western world was told right. this thing is going to go. Right. Right. Um, but with that, you still have mass confusion. Yes. And, and when I look at something, you brought up homosexuality. Mm -hmm. um, when you look at Romans chapter 1, yes. uh, God says uh, they worship the creation rather than the creator, environmental, right. uh, mother nature, mm -hmm. not God. Yes. This is humanism. Right. And then in Romans chapter 1, you have a mem that time when men lie with men and women right. with women. Right. Not only are they guilty, but the ones who approve of them. Yes. Um, God will turn them over to I think a, it's a reprobate scripture says mind. says a reprobate mind that they may uh, do those things that are not convenient. The scripture says because they did not like to keep God in their mind. Or they didn't want to think about God. Therefore, they pushed him out. And God said, okay, when you, when you push me out of your life, out of your culture, out of your school, out of your family, out of your laws, he said he will give them over to a reprobate mind to do those things that are not convenient. Again, for me, it gives me a burden to pray for this nation. And again, I believe every Christian in America needs to be praying like they've never prayed for this nation because I'm telling you, we, it's like we're almost going on life support now. Uh, we don't know the full consequences of what, of what this is, the COVID-19 the rioting, uh, the, 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 the stopping of the economy. We don't know the full, the full repercussions from that yet. I mean, it's gonna take a little bit for this thing to really kick in. And I mean, a lot of people are suffering. A lot of businesses may not ever come back. You know, and again, all these, again, are indicators. Now, uh, when COVID first started, you know, again, my schedule stopped. I preach, I travel yeah. all over the country. I preach to churches, pastors, conferences. Uh, I teach Bible prophecy, this is what I'm called to do. Uh, my schedule locked up. I mean, mm -hmm. couldn't fly, couldn't even go into countries, couldn't even get on a plane because they, they, they were closed down. I got calls from people all over the country. I, can, I, I even received calls internationally. You know, what's going on? What, what is this? I mean, people I hadn't talked to in years called me in regards to what's going on. And, and my thing was that I said, listen, this is a sign of the time. This is an indicator. This is showing us that we're living in the last days. This is also showing us that Jesus is coming back. And I have challenged Christians. I said, you are a believer. Listen, you need to use this opportunity to proclaim the gospel to a lost world. Every opportunity that I had when I'm out there ministering, talking to people, I shout, you know, the Bible talked about COVID-19. Really? And I began to show them scripture where Jesus said pestilence will be a sign. Mm -hmm. And I began to explain to them how this is a true indicator of a sick world. And the only way a sick world is going to be going to be cured is when Messiah comes back. Amen. And again, that's not that's not a. Um, how can I say it? It's not a sweet by and by message, a word. I mean, this is, the scripture says, Jesus gave, he, he gave a, a dire warning to the world of how it's going to look before he returned. Mm -hmm. And we are witnessing it right now. I believe that with all my heart. Yeah, uh, I, I do too. When, um, in Romans chapter one, when God turns them over to a reprobate mind. Yes. When I look at that, it appears to me 
that that is a judgment. No doubt about when it. When we've been turned over. So yes. in America, we I mean, you look, we've been turned over to it. Yeah, I believe um, all the different things going on in. Go ahead, Tom. What we are looking at, and this is hard to say, but I got to say it, uh, a curse in the land. Mm -hmm. The scripture says, Proverbs, uh, it says, uh, I got the verse, Proverbs, Proverbs 26, 2. Listen at this. It says, as the bird by wandering and as the swallow by flying, so the curse causeless shall not come. In other words, these, ty these type of judgments don't come without something causing it or something causing something to go into effect. You follow me? Mm -hmm. When a nation turns its back on God, when they, when they bring in laws that are contrary to this book, there's consequences. Mm -hmm. When you push God out of your society and your culture, your school, there's consequences. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, you know, we always go back to uh, Chronicles passage, you know, if my people would you call by the mm -hmm. name. I mean, we say it almost like a mantra, but do we believe it? You know, we really need to believe that and really pray that. God said, you do these things, he said, I will heal your land. And see, right now, yeah. though, this, this is not happening. Well, let me ask you this question. I've had people say to me, well, uh, uh, the passage in Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, I yeah. think it is. Yeah. If my people are called by my name, will turn from their sin. Yes. I will heal them. And he, uh, I, will, I will hear them and heal, the, heal, heal their the land. land. Yes. They'll say, well, that was only applicable to Israel. That's not applicable no. to us. The scripture says, those Hebrews says, those things were written a fourth time for our learning that we might have patience and comfort in the scripture. God allowed uh, things to be written from the Old Testament that we can learn by examples of what happened. Okay, uh, another case in point, scripture says, God did these things as an example to show you that those that would live ungodly, he would do the same to them. You, you follow me? So, uh, you know, you, you can't really say that. I mean, yeah. uh, these are principles that we learn, um, you know, and, and if as Israel turned against God and God judged them, so will God judge America if America turns against God. You follow me? Yeah, so in Deuteronomy, for example, you have the passage of the blessings and yes. cursings. Yes. If you obey God, there's blessings that are laid out. Yes. If you disobey, there are cursings. So you would say those apply yes. to us as well. To yes. us. And, and we're, as a believer in Christ, we're adopted into the family of yes. God. Yes, amen. We are one of his children. Amen. So in that sense, Yes, these do things. Apply. But you see, people don't realize it. They don't look at it that way. They, they, uh, they, they don't see. Uh, we're living in a time now that we need to discern the times. We need to discern the hours. I mean, Jesus rebuked the church of his day because they couldn't discern the times. They couldn't discern the signs. We are seeing all these indicators coming before us, but it's not affecting us. Mm -hmm. We're going on with business as usual. COVID-19 was a little bit different, though, because this thing shut the nation. It shut the world down. And it, it made people really think, you know, it, it reminds me of uh, as a preacher, sometimes I do funerals and uh, there's a saying about funerals. Funerals make all men common. In other words, mm -hmm. you could be rich, poor. It doesn't matter mm -hmm. if your friend died. When you go to that funeral, you are common. You follow me? Mm -hmm. uh, a rich man see his mortality when he see his friend died. You, you follow me? Oh, yeah. it, it makes everybody equal. Well, COVID-19 leveled the playing field in regards to the world. I mean, the world was shut down. Think about it. It stopped everything. Yeah. L.A. Lakers Lakers stopped. Lakers stopped. Yeah, uh, that, I mean, I look at the entertainment industry. In entertainment, shut down. everything, everything shut down. Churches shut down. Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, God said, wake up. Now, God didn't cause it, but he allowed it. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I said many times when 9-11 when hit America, 9-11 was, it, it was a, a wake-up call. 
and I've said this, it's almost a cliche, but it's true. What we did in America, we, we hit the snooze button and went back to business as usual. And not, not only that, but we went worse. That's great. We, we hit went the snooze. worse. We did. We did. Yeah. Uh, spiritually, it seems to me, we became more lethargic. No doubt about after it. After getting past 9-11. And see, that's, that's the scary part, Tom, because that's also a sign of the time. Uh, Jesus says, as it was in the days of Noah and Lot, so shall it also be in the, in the coming of the Son of Man. Uh, in Noah's generation, you know, we know what happened. There was violence. We know that there was, uh, in Genesis, I mean, there was violence we, in, 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 in Noah's generation. Lot's generation, we know we had rampant homosexuality, but Jesus never mentioned any of that. He, he mentioned the lethargic. Uh, he said men were eating, drinking, buying, selling, and marrying. In other words, all this stuff going around, and men was living like normal. Nothing was affecting them. He said, as it was in the days of Noah and Lot, so shall it also be in the, in the end time, right before he come back. A lethargic generation, people that are desensitized to the events that are happening. Mm -hmm. God wants us to wake up, wake up. He wants us to open your eyes. He wants us to, to, to wake up. And, and for me, I, you know, I, I have a different, different way of praying even now, Tom, because I realize where we are. I mean, I'm crying out, I'm, oh God, to us belong the judgments, mm -hmm. but I ask for your mercy, just like, just like Daniel did, Daniel 9. Daniel 9 is powerful. That, that's, I think every Christian need to read that whole, that whole account because Daniel understood where he was. He discerned the times. And he, he said, we, we have sinned against you, O God. Mm -hmm. But Lord, we cry out for your mercy. So when, let me ask you this then. Uh, I hear a lot of talk, as you probably do also, that um, there's a lot of Christians that seem to think there's going to be, a, the Bible teaches a great awakening mm -hmm. and a great revival taking place before the tribulation, like before the rapture. But when I read my Bible, we have a great apostasy. In fact, I was asked yeah. this question yeah. about the apostasy. Is that the scripture beginning? says that. That's, that's, um, that's biblical. Yeah, and also, I think it's 2 Timothy chapter 3, that in the last days perilous times will come. Yes. Men will be lovers of themselves. Yes. Uh, uh, lovers of pleasure rather than yes. lovers of God. Yes. At the end of that section, uh, I, I believe Paul says to Timothy, uh, and the people have a form of godliness, but, but deny the, the power, power thereof. Yes, yes. Jesus says, will I find faith? So when I look, and when he returns, so when I look, I don't see, apart from what happens in the tribulation period, when the Jews being saved, 144,000, mm -hmm. and a great, uh, a great harvest taking place. Leading up to it, I don't see a, a great revival taking place. Well, I mean, revival starts in, in each and every one of us. I mean, that, that's where the, the revival should start. Uh, you know, this should move you to seek God, you know, for yourself and, and for your nation. But the indicators Jesus gave were very negative indicators that point his return. And you cannot put any sign in front of the rapture. You, you can't say that we must have this before the rapture takes place. If you do that, you destroy imminence. The rapture is an imminent event. I mean, there are no signs, no indicator for it. Uh, uh, you can't do that. You can't, you can't put any sign or indicator on it uh, as a marker when it could happen, you know, and revival starts individually with each and every one of us. I mean, this, this is the fire that God really wants. God wants, he wants each and every one of us yeah. to, to look circumspect in our own lives right now. And again, you know, cry out to heaven for God's mercy. Yeah. yeah. And, and um, so I, you know, my hope is that there would be a great awakening or yeah. a great revival but I just don't read that. Yeah. But there needs to be within the believers that there's a fly up here that's bugging us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, that the people who know Christ would be on fire. Yeah, yeah. That we would be hot. And 
that people who don't know Christ would, would come would, to know him, sure, that yeah. we would be faithful like you've been telling people. But see, that's part of what God wants us to do as, as the, the Bible said that we are the children of light. Light shines in darkness. The darker it gets, the more we should shine. You know, uh, we should shine as the children of light. I mean, we, we know the word of God. We, we should be the ones explaining to the world what's going on. I, I cannot tell you how many people I've talked to to explain to them what's going on. Mm -hmm. I said, listen, this is biblical. The Bible said these events would take place. Really? And I began to show them scripture and I talked to them about it. I mean, it, it, what we are witnessing, I mean, this is a great, a great time uh, for, for, for the church to evangelize a lost world. Yes, it is. You, you follow people, me? Are, people are awake. I have They're one awake. question, two, mm -hmm. two questions I want to get. I have about 30 that just came in. Wow. But yeah, that's <laughs> why so my phone's here. So one of them is, um, do you think, and I think you already answered this, do you think that we have much time before the rapture? Uh, no, I'll be honest, because the rapture is We don't know. We don't know. Which is what you just said. As I said, when we talked earlier back in the room there, I said, Tom, I'm looking up. Because of what we are witnessing, uh, and, you know, all the signs are converging. You know, we've got Israel in there. You've got, you know, the plans to rebuild the temple. You have them training Jewish boys in ancient rites sacrifice. I mean, all the preparations. You have the technology that can aid Antichrist to track men. You have all these things that are coming in as a precursor to the time of tribulation. It lets me know that we're closer than we think. Uh, we are closer to, our, to the end of this thing than when we yeah. first believed. So I believe it's close. Now, I will never date set. Uh, if a man going to put a date on it, uh, he, he, again, he again is fulfilling prophecy because yeah. he's a false prophet. We should never set a date. But yeah. I tell you this, look at the indicators. I'm looking up. Jesus said, when good. these things begin to take place, he said, look up. It's a positive posture for the church. Look up because Amen. your redemption is drawing nigh. Amen. And those things, as Jesus is giving the signs, yes. those are signs of the end of, of the tribulation of his, when of he returns. Correct. Of his so, literal coming. Yeah, so well, the, so we see in the beginning of those signs that point to his coming. Yeah. Can you separate this for our viewers? Yeah. Because a lot of people get this mixed up. I hear it all the time. Yes. That um, there is no rapture, which I want to ask you about in a minute, but yeah. there is no rapture. There's a second coming. You guys say there's two second comings, right. but there's a difference. Yes. It, the rapture, we go up. The second coming, we come Jesus, back. and we come back. Correct. Right. Yeah. So can you kind of explain it? Because they're not the same event. I really believe because we have mixed rapture and second coming texts that it has created so much problems in the church. Uh, the rapture and the second coming are two distinct events in prophecy. We know at the rapture, Christ is coming to take up the church. The church will be raptured. We'll be we, caught up. We'll be called. We're going to meet shout. it in the air. We, we, the, the archangel will shout. First uh, Thessalonians chapter 4, uh, 13 through 18, we would be caught up to meet him. Uh, we want to meet him in the cause. He won't even touch planet Earth at that time. In the second coming, though, Revelation 19 is a whole different event. When he comes back there, he's coming back as a man of war. Not only that, Tom, but when he comes back in the second coming, he's going to touch the Earth, and he's coming back to create bloodshed. As a result of the second coming, you're going to have the Battle of Armageddon. So many, so many people will die at that time of the, at the Lord's re, uh, return that the blood will come up to the horse's bridle. That's a whole different event from the rapture. You can't mix the second coming and rapture text. When you do that, you create all the confusion that we have today. Yeah. The rapture is a biblical event. Uh, you may not find the word rapture in your Bible, I mean, as far as English, English but it's Bible, there, right. caught up. Uh, uh, the term caught up in the English Bible is the same word, rapture from the Latin Vulgate. 
uh, we know that. So the rapture is there. If you've got a problem saying the rapture, just say the catching up of, of the church. Catching. The harpazo in the Greek. Yes, exactly. The, the I great harpazo. That's right. But there is a catching up. Yes. The Bible's very clear about it. And it's distinct. And I believe that that rapture is exclusive to the church. The reason why the church is a mystery. The, the prophets of old didn't see the church. The church was a mystery. God has to remove the church in order to fulfill the tribulation prophecy mm -hmm. that started in Daniel uh, chapter 9. Yes, see, see the end of the tribulation is the fulfillment of Daniel's 70 weeks, which was a prophecy that was exclusive toward the house of Israel. Mm -hmm. uh, when Daniel received that prophecy, the church was not around. If you put the church in the tribulation, you're messing with prophecy. Mm -hmm. that, that prophecy, Daniel's 70 weeks, it's going to accomplish many things uh, based on God's prophetic dealings with Israel. But it was an exclusive prophecy to Daniel's people, uh, the city of Jerusalem. And that's why when you look at the tribulation, Tom, the majority of the tribulation is Jewish in nature. Or when I say yeah. that, what, what I mean by that is that the, the things related to it are Jewish in nature. Uh, you have the temple, the third temple. You have, uh, you have uh, animal sacrifice. Uh, you have the Sabbath day. All these things are, are, are during that time of great tribulation. And God's going to touch those things. Uh, we know that. The church will never accept a man as a Messiah because, because we've already accepted Christ as the Messiah. Uh, it, it, it blows my mind that how much people fight to put the church into the tribulation. They do. I, I, which brings me to, man, you're giving me all kinds of questions. The more you talk, the more questions I have to ask you. So I think another problem is people confuse tribulation with the tribulation. Yes, yes they do. Jesus said, in this world you will have tribulation. Yes. Be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. Yes. But the tribulation people go through is not the same as the, the coming tri tribulation. And so I hear people say this, Don, I know yeah. you get all the time too. All the time. Well, wait a minute. We have to go through tribulation because Jesus says so, but that's no. not the same. Um, as you're pulling the scripture out of context again. Uh, to put the church there, you're messing with Daniel 9. That's a prophecy exclusive toward the house of Israel. As a matter of fact, the nation as a whole, Israel, there's a veil that's covering their eyes right now that won't be lifted until they go through the season of the tribulation. Once Israel goes through that season, the veil that's covering the house of Israel as a whole will lift you have the 144,000 Jewish men in the tribulation. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to have the remnant at the end will be saved. Uh, fulfilling uh, Paul's prayer in Romans 10. I pray that God's, that all Israel be saved. Uh, the, the tribulation is really designed to cause the nation of Israel to come to Christ. Mm -hmm. They're going to see their yeah. Messiah. They're going to cry for him at the end. To put the church there is to get out of dispensational accuracy. And I think that, that's where we have a problem because people... They, they believe that the tribulation is designed for the church to suffer. I've had people come, come to me, uh, Brother Perkins, uh, you know, we need to go to tribulation because who are we not to suffer like Christ? I said, that's the, you're missing yeah. the whole point of the great tribulation. Yeah. The, the church was not around when that prophecy was first giving, given. If, if the beginnings of Daniel's prophecy was fulfilled literally, then the last seven years will also be literally toward mm -hmm. the same people that the prophecy started yeah. with. And specifically in Daniel 9, it says, for your people. That's right. For your Exclusive city, to the house of Israel. Uh, everything. Now, and it's the 70th week of Daniel. Yes. So the way I understand that prophecy in Daniel chapter 9 is uh, 69 weeks are determined for your people and the Messiah will be cut off. Yes. So Which that he was happened cut off. Yes. when Jesus was crucified. He yes. was cut off. Yes. Um, and then the 70th week is still coming in the future. Yes. Here's what I find fascinating. So We've been living in this, I'll call it age Bubble, of grace. This, 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 almost this like a twilight zone. Yeah, it, it's, it's like everything stopped when Jesus was crucified 
and then the Roman Empire is in charge. We go through the Age of Grace. Yes. And then after the rapture, we have a revived Roman Empire yes. persecuting the Jews again. Yes. And that's, think, it's like everything picks up. What's amazing about that prophecy, uh, the six, 69th week when Christ was cut off, the Bible says he was cut off, but not for himself. He was cut off for yeah. us. He died for us. Then it goes into like a, 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 lot of, a lot of people don't like to say the gap or the gap theory or the gap period. But there is a transition where, where the prophecy seems to stop. Daniel 70 week stops. God brings in the apostle Paul as, a, as an apostle to the Gentiles, which the church is predominantly Gentile. Now you got Jews and Gentiles that are saved, but God raised up this man, uh, which, which again, predominantly the, 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 the New Testament church and New Testament Bible was written by the apostle Paul. God brought in the church age, but again, it was a mystery. It was a mystery to the, to the Old Testament uh, prophets. They didn't see the church. This prophecy of, of the church age has to be taken out. God's going to rapture us. He's going to remove us that this prophecy of the great tribulation can be complete. It has to finish. God has, this prophecy has to complete. So in Romans chapter 11, yes. I think it's verse 25, the line is, in part has happened to Israel until the time of Gentiles is full. Fulfilled. What does that mean? Well, I mean, is that all this? Yeah, well, that, that's a part of it as well. Uh, uh, you know, we do know that Gentiles will also be in the tribulation because the, the, the third temple, uh, when, when, yeah. when John's commanded to measure the temple, he said, don't, he said, don't measure the outer guards because that's left for the Gentiles. You know, so all that prophecy still continues. Uh, Jerusalem will be trodden down of the Gentiles, you know. But uh, uh, the main purpose of the Great Tribulation, I believe, based on what I can see from Scripture, is that God is going after the nation of Israel to bring salvation to them. When the 144,000 are introduced in the Tribulation, the Scripture called them the first fruits unto God and the Lamb. And if you know anything about first fruits, first fruits is always a tithe of the harvest. The 144,000 are a tithe of the house of Israel, mm -hmm. salvation during the time of tribulation. Now, Israel will know Christ. That prophecy that Paul prayed, I mean, the, the prayer, Israel shall know their Messiah. As a matter of fact, when Christ comes back in the second coming, they're going to cry out for Messiah. They're going to call out for him once they realize that they received the false one. You follow yeah. me? Is that a, a fulfillment of Matthew 23 where Jesus says, um, when he's weeping over Jerusalem, and he says, um, he says, you will say, you will not see me again until you say, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes yes. in the name of the Lord. Yes. So in that sense, blindness on part has happened until that day. It's going to lift. God's going to lift the veil over them, and they're going to come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. So I believe all these things are, are is dispensational. God has designed yeah. these events to take place. Uh, we're in the church age, this period of time, this period of grace. God is using the church, the body of Christ, to reach the entire world. But this dispensation, the church age season will be closing because of everything we're seeing that's going on around us, Tom. You know what I mean? All these signs that are pointing to the end of the tribulation or the second coming of Christ is letting us know that it's close, man. I mean, I believe that our time to reach a lost world is winding up. Yeah, I, I think so, too. In the church age. Yes. Yeah. So this speaks to going back to what we were talking we, You know, we're only on the first question. And I, I have know. like a I lot. Know. So um, this goes back to what we we're beginning with. Yes. We we're talking about COVID, uh, the current riot, yes. riots, the reality, what I would say is real, reality of a coming economic catastrophe. Yes. But God can change all that. We yes. know that. Yes. He can do it. But this question is, with what scripture is saying right now in the times we live, 
Have we passed the point of no return? I believe that the judgments have begun. I believe what can, what can hold the judgments is what we do as a church. Uh, the scripture commands us to pray for those in authority that we might lead a quiet and peaceable life. But I also believe we know prophecy. We know, uh, I get this question all the time, Brother Perkins, do you see American prophecy? And the answer is no. Uh, I don't see America like I see Israel, like I see Egypt, like I see uh, uh, Lebanon. I mean, you know, uh, those are, they are mentioned in prophecy. You see those, yeah. uh, Gog and Magog, you know what I mean? You can see Turkey. You, you see can Turkey. See Iran. Those you things are, in other words, they're going to be around. And now, it doesn't mean America won't be here. Uh, I believe it, it could mean that America will no longer be the superpower that we are today. So I say that to say this, what we are witnessing today in America is to me is setting up for the transition that the scripture literally prophesied. So do you see uh, demise of America or demise of democracy taking place? Could, could very well be, Tom. Yeah. And, and that, that's a hard statement. It's yeah. not a happy thing to say, uh, but I guarantee you people that hear this, they can't agree. We are no longer living in the America that we used to live in. Not only that, I'm talking about as a Christian, we are seeing things and witnessing, witnessing things today that I never could imagine yeah that I never could imagine yeah. Tom uh, in the church yeah we are I would say as a pastor yes. uh, almost every Sunday for a long time uh, that how I would remind our congregation yes how blessed we are to live in a country yes. where we can freely gather together and worship the Lord yes that is being challenged is being challenged in Tom. fact uh, what we went ahead and met for four the last four Sundays yes um, and uh, look, at, I have to obey God. You and I talked a lot about that. Yeah, yeah. So wh wh who do we obey? At what point, okay, look, this goes into Romans chapter 13, mm -hmm. all right? Romans chapter 13 is a passage that I've had people throw at me and saying you need to not open your church. Mm -hmm. I look at the Bible, the, uh, Hebrews chapter 10 says, do not forsake meeting together. Yes, yes. Um, God wants us to gather together corporately. Yes. I can cite a lot of other passages yes, who support yes, that. Yes. Romans chapter 13 says, obey your government, therefore don't meet. Yeah. How do you well, balance I think it's that? A balance. I think it's a balance there, Tom. And, and you know, I, I do believe now COVID-19 is, COVID is real. Uh, we're not negating that. People have died from this virus. It's real. Uh, we in the church should not play with that. We should wear masks. I got my mask with me right here. I came in, I got my mask. I, I, I do wear a mask. Uh, I practice uh, social distancing. I do that. Uh, but here's my, here's my concern. When a government legislate, uh, legislate or make rules to, to limit our worship in a sense, or, or I say it this way, I believe the church is essential. Not only that, but I believe we're more essential even now with the rioting and the things that's going on in the streets. People have been pinned up for, for two months, almost three months. You got a lot of pressure there. And anything could spark what we're witnessing today. Uh, what we're watching now is a, is a backlash for all that tension, all that people have lost their jobs. They don't have home. I mean, all kinds of things. They're, they're afraid that they're going to they're gonna lose their houses, their homes. Uh, you, you got a lot of things that, a lot of factors that, that, that are, are making it a pressure cooker. You follow me? Oh, yeah. So with all these events that are happening, I mean, people don't know what to do. So when... When the government puts the church in a position where uh, we are less than a marijuana dispensary, an abortion clinic, mm -hmm. 
Okay, so those places are considered essential. Oh, no, oh, no. I, I, then I got to draw a line in the sand. No, uh, the church is more essential than those, those, those places, especially abortion clinics because they're murdering babies, further bringing the judgment of God upon America. Okay? Uh, the church is essential. Uh, I heard one, heard, uh, I forgot what one, one preacher said something was so powerful. And he said, now, uh, he said, you can go to Costco and Costco is essential. You, you, you know, you're buying food and, and toilet paper and things you need for your, mm -hmm. for your living, okay? He said, but you go to Costco, you cannot uh, go there and get uh, uh, ministered to about, about marital problems or the stress of what people are going through right now. You can go to church to get those kind of things resolved. Mm -hmm. A church is designed to help you cope with life and get you through a situation. And he said, to declare Costco essential and the church not was wrong. Mm -hmm. And that's what I believe. Yeah. See, so, so when, 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 when you minimize the church like that, then I have to draw a line in the sand. Now, again, we gotta be, gotta be careful. Uh, you, you can't uh, be has, I mean, uh, 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 half-hearted about, about COVID because it's a real thing. People have died from this. Uh, you know, it's uncomfortable wearing a mask, but I, I wear the mask. I, I do when I'm out in public, I wear it. Uh, when I go to Walmart or different places, I wear the mask. I do. I mean, uh, but, you know. Um, so we've had our, here at our church office, mm -hmm. we've left it open. Yes. Seven days a week mm -hmm. because we view it as a spiritual and emotional crisis center. Yes. When people need it yes. more than they've ever needed Amen. it before. Amen. We're watching the suicide rates pick up. Unbelievable. Domestic violence. Unbelievable. Um, and now we have more, as we have more and more economic problems, yeah. these things are only going it, to increase. It's, it's a normal uh, reaction to what's happening in the culture. It and, and, uh, you know, you, the church need to be here. Uh, we, we need to be in place to minister to the needs of, of those that are, that are suffering. Right. In the book of Acts, there's the question, whether we should obey our God or man, uh, we'll obey God. Oh, always, uh, for, always. And so it's, wait, and every pastor has to work that out. Yeah. You know, and I've worked it out where this is what I've got to do. Yeah. Well, I, I believe this, Tom. I believe that, you know, we are witnessing a precursor again of what could be coming. Well, that's what concerns me. So as we, we go back to the 1960s, God's removed from school. You start fast forwarding through all the different things. And now we don't meet in churches. And for some people, eh, what's, I mean, Christians. Yeah. Eh, yeah. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Well, look how many freedoms we've given up. Yes. And the freedom to yes. be able to worship God. Yes. And just say, well, I'm not going to worry about it. Listen, e these things are all being eliminated. Whether you understand it, whether you believe everything about it, we're losing freedoms. Yeah. A uh, little bit at a time. Things, uh, after 9-11... I travel a lot. My wife and I, we travel a lot. They implemented a new, new procedure. When everything passed, the procedure stayed. You follow me? It was a, it was a new world for travel. After COVID-19, they call it a new normal. There are going to be new things that's going to be implemented, that have been implemented, that I really believe, Tom, are going to stay. It really, it, it just, it's just a natural thing that's going to happen. And we, the church, going to have to be able to maneuver around certain situations mm -hmm. in regards to that. Uh, but but when it comes to worship and, and, you know, doing what, you know, God has called us to do, the church, the church must be. I get a lot of people email me. They, they, they text me, you know, we are the church. We are the church. You know, people say, well, I thought, I thought we, the individual, are the church. Sure, we are the church. But the Bible says, forsake not the assembling of ourselves together. There's a strength 
when the church comes together as the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. You follow me? Oh, yeah. Uh, th there's, a, there's an anointing that Jesus Christ says, uh, well, the two or three are gathered. He's there in the midst. There's strength in numbers. And I really believe, you know, that, that what we witness, I mean, again, I'm, I'm concerned, especially in America, what, what could come down the road for the church. It, I mean, because it's coming. It, it, it is. I mean, they. they I, I believe maybe, you know, I'm looking up, Tom. I'm looking up, Tom. I'm looking up, Tom. I'm looking up. My redemption is drawing near. Amen. Uh, listen, we're supposed to be done in one minute, but I'd like to go a little bit longer if you don't mind. Okay. That'd and I'm hoping right. our viewers don't mind either, which I don't think they do. Okay. So when I look at the church in the future, I, I can yeah. see a lot of things changing immediately. Yes. International travel yes. is going to be severely curbed yes. because there's going to be a lot of restrictions. Yes. So I would imagine, let's say you're going with your family, you're going to fly to Europe. Yeah. The reality is now you could fly to Europe, be healthy getting on the plane in Los Angeles. You go to get off in France, and one of you in the family has a fever. Guess what? You're in, you're in quarantine for two weeks. Yeah. So much for the family vacation. Right. So people are going to be, well, I don't even know if I want to go out of the country anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to affect a lot. Yeah. And then when it comes to the church, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm guessing that we're going to be required to install thermal imaging uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, technology yeah um, and our children's ministry will be required to have these things we already have the virus uh, safe communion cups by the way yeah, yeah. I remember <laughs> Pastor Lane okay mm -hmm. yeah. he, he, he was a germ phobe so he yeah. made sure we had those yes uh, we have we have sanitizers in our yes. foyer yes. we've had those for a number of years yes. I think seven or eight years now. yes but um, and I always appreciate it when people just wash their hands yeah but laws are changing yes and this is what's going to happen um, Don, I, I, let me see. Um, I, I do need to keep going with you. Yeah. So, because I want to get to, people are so worried about uh, the mark of the beast in, in this, right? Yeah, yeah. I know the subject's getting beat up, but I, I want to address people's fears. But before we go there, for people who aren't real familiar with Bible prophecy that are watching, let's do some kind of bullet point things. Yes. What is Bible prophecy? Well, Bible prophecy in a nutshell is the study of last things, the study of the last days. Uh, Bible prophecy reveals uh, the will of God in advance. In other words, uh, Bible prophecy is a, is a, is a study from a, from a theology term. It's called eschatology, the study of last things. Bible prophecy focuses on events that are future. That's just a little, a little, a little quick little summary of what it is. Uh, as a Bible prophecy teacher, my focus of ministry is that related to end time events. I deal with signs of the times. I deal with future. I deal with the new heavens, new earth. I deal with the, uh, the tribulation. So I deal with events that are still future. Uh, so Bible prophecy reveals uh, the will of God in advance. You follow me? Okay. So if you want to know what's coming in the future, you Read can look at Bible prophecy yes. and you can project, oh, so hence... You can look at events like today, for example, exactly. and you can tell the direction things are going. I can say dogmatically that I believe we're living in the last days. The reason why I say that is based on the teaching of Bible prophecy. Now, you can only go to the Bible to get the future, not the psychic, not the zodiacs, not the horoscopes, uh, not the monthly prognosticators, only the scripture. God gives the future in, in, in the word of God, and Bible prophecy is that teaching that gives us the, the, the future. So let me ask you this question then, because I get this a lot, you probably do too. Well, first of all, before we go there, if, if people want to get more information about you, uh, yes. you have books, you have, you have, all, you have DVDs, you have a lot of material, yeah. how would they do that? Uh, go to our website, uh, www.accordingtothebible.com. 
the number two prophecy.org. If you don't find us there or you can't find us too long, just go to Google and put in Evangelist Donald Perkins and one of my websites uh, will come up. You can, you can find us that way. We have a lot of material there. We have an e-book store. As a matter of fact, Tom, uh, I dealt with an issue dealing with the mark of the beast. Uh, a lot of people have, have talked about this virus, uh, the vaccine for, for the COVID. Uh, they're saying that uh, this, this vaccine, if you take the vaccine, you're taking the mark of the beast. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, we, we, uh, on our TV program, I have a program on his channel, hischannel.com. I have a program there. airs every Thursday evening, 7.30 Pacific Coast time, called Your Future in Bible Prophecy. Uh, we're actually going through a series now, Revelation, but uh, I dealt with a message on the mark of the beast. I went in depth to, to talk about what is the mark. And I, I, we produce a, a DVD that we offer on our website or either USB, they can get it there. But on that DVD, I talk about what is the mark of the beast. And uh, I, I, I like that message because it, it takes the fear out of what people are looking at now. They talk about this coronavirus vaccine is the mark of the beast. If I take this, have I taken the mark of the beast? The answer is no, you have yeah. not. And you need to understand that, yeah. you know, now I'm not, I'm not saying take the, the vaccine, I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is this, uh, if you take that vaccine, you're not taking the mark of the beast now. Uh, the mark of the beast is, is during the time of the great tribulation or in that dispensation, that period of time. And that's the only time it's gonna be effective. Yeah. In so with that, Bible prophecy tells us this. Yes, yes. So what, um, this might be a long answer, but we'll try to make it short. Okay, all right. <laughs> if possible, I don't know if you can. What needs to transpire? And okay. all this information, again, is available on your website we'll according to, to the number two prophecy.com. Prophecy. Dot org. Uh, dot org. org. And yeah. also can yeah. find you on Facebook. Yes. Okay, so with that, Don, um, what needs to transpire between now and the mark of the beast? Just not everything, okay. but just, just a few things. Well, for, for one, things are already in place. I mean, you have technology that I think is going to aid Antichrist. Uh, you have the, the ability to track men. You know, the Bible says, uh, Revelation 13, men would, men, men would not be able to buy or sell unless they have this unique mark uh, in the right hand or forehead. Uh, when John received that prophecy, there was no way in his time that that prophecy could come to pass. We're living in a time now where it can happen. Uh, now, uh, technology is already being advanced that could aid Antichrist mm -hmm. doing that. Now, I like to say this all the time. People in the church are 666 paranoid. And, you know, <laughs> you, you go to the grocery store, man, you, get, uh, you buy something, uh, your, your, your change come back $6.66, what do you do? You buy something else to get <laughs> off that number. You follow me? No. Because we are 666 paranoid. We don't have to be 666 paranoid. As the church, for one, will be raptured before the 666 mark of the beast is implemented. It's not even implemented until three and a half years into the Great Tribulation. The first three and a half years, he won't even implement the mark of the beast. Yeah. It will only have a three and a half year, do, a, 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 a three and a half year window yeah. in the Great Tribulation. But technology today, I believe, can aid Antichrist when it does come on the scene. Technology is not evil. See, we ascribe right. evil. To, you, can't, you cannot ascribe evil to technology. It, it, it's whose hands the technology is in. Yeah. Right now, we're using technology for good. Oh, you better believe it. To get it. this message out to people. Yes, yes. But technology can and eventually will be used for bad. No doubt about so it. With this, let me ask you this. Because people say, okay, well, I'm a Christian. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be raptured. Yes. Then why do I even care about Bible? Why? Should I care about Bible prophecy? Because prophecies? Bible prophecy will give you an urgency and it help you to discern the times you're living in. See, a lot of Christians don't evangelize because they don't realize how close we are. 
You know, why don't you know? I'm going to be raptured. Yeah, sure, you'll be raptured, but what about your loved ones? What about, what about your coworkers? If you can't discern where you are, you don't know how close it is, mm-hmm. and it makes you a lazy Christian. I'll say it that way. Uh, it has put a fire in me to reach a lost world because I realized that time is winding up. The Bible said that Noah, he preached to his generation. You know why Noah preached to his generation? Because God says, I am going to destroy your world, Noah. And you know what it did? It made Noah a, a vigilant builder to build that ark. Now, if Noah was not obeying prophecy at that time, building that ark, Noah would have died with, with that world at that mm-hmm. time. But prophecy motivated him to do what God called him to do. Uh, every one of us as Christians, we are called to reach a lost world, Tom. And a lot of Christians, sad to say, they don't, they don't evangelize at all. They have no, Paul said, do the work of, a, of an evangelist. Every one of us, you may not be a, a pastor, but every one of us, we are called to evangelize a lost world. So knowing Bible prophecy will motivate it your motivates heart. you. It stirs your heart. Amen. It helps you to discern the times. I like that. And well, you said earlier, you quoted Jesus from Luke 21, when you see these things begin, begin to take place. Yes. Look okay. up. The only way you're going to see it, Tom, you got to know the signs. You got to know prophecy, and Bible prophecy will reveal those indicators. This is, somebody has a question about one of these indicators. Okay. Let's go, I tell you what, let's go seven more minutes. All right. What do you say? I'm with you. We're good? I'm with you. Okay. That's um, a good number, too. Seven is a good number. It is a good number. <laughs> How would you measure the great falling away before the rapture? So, well, I, I believe it's already begun. I believe that. The scripture says that. I mean, so what do you what do you think? It, what do you think it is then? I can't put no limits on that. Okay. I mean, you know, you follow me. I see, and I think that's some of the problem that people have gotten into, mm-hmm. where they're trying to put measures on this. You can't. You can't do that. We know there's a great falling away. It's happening. Uh, I teach all the time about uh, false teaching in the church. I mean, I I have so ma- so many articles of churches. Uh, you know, that once were orthodox, now they're teaching false doctrines. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, legalizing gay, gay bishops. And stuff. I mean, that, that was a time that, that wasn't a part. Uh, there was supposed to be a vote just a, f- a few months ago uh, in one of the uh, Protestant churches uh, where they were going to have a major split in the denomination. Uh, the one half want to stay to traditional biblical values. The other half wants to go and uh, ordain gay bishops and, and marry, you know, uh, gay couples, you know, because they believe that they can do that. That's totally contrary to the scripture. That, that's a falling away. You, you follow me, Tom? I mean, so you can't put a limit on it. You can't. I mean, the scripture said that this would be an indicator, a sign, and truly it's happening. But it's no, it's no barrier on when the rapture is going to take place. You, you follow me? Right. You can't, you can't right. do that. So the great falling away has begun. Yeah, I believe and that. It's only going to increase. Yes, I believe it that. It won't be something that all of a sudden we just wake up and go, uh-oh, it's happened. Yeah, no, no. It's right. already happened. It's already begun. Well, you can see that. Uh-huh. Look, I mean, like I said, I'm seeing things, Tom, today that I've never imagined that I would see in the church. Yeah. It blows your yeah. mind. I am too. Uh, it's, it's very... I, I, one of my programs, I did a thing. Uh, there, there was a pastor. Uh, uh, he did a presentation on... Uh, Jesus meets Harry Potter and he did it as an evangelistic thing to he gonna try to reach the world with Jesus meeting Harry Potter that's like oil and water mm-hmm. that's like salt and salt and pepper it don't mix that's yeah. contrary yeah that's contrary you, you can't you can't mix those two to try to make a positive mm-hmm. it does not work that's a positive and a negative you can't do that no we need to preach a solid gospel of Jesus Christ and him only amen Amen. Jesus needs to be the answer for everything. I mean, Amen. he is the answer. Amen. And when you mix him with everything, you got a, you got a hybrid, you got a problem, and you wow. can't do that. 
yes, Jesus we do. stands alone. We've compromised the message of the gospel yes. and even who Jesus is at yes. the same time yes. in the attempt to appeal to, to other the masses. people. Yeah. You can't do it. I get this question all the time. Brother Perk, do you believe that Jesus is the only way? And I say, absolutely. There is no other way for salvation. You can't go through Buddha and Muhammad. Mm -hmm. you can't. Jesus is the only answer for a dying world. And that's the exclusive message that we need to preach to a dying world. You can't sugarcoat it. You can't, you can't say that, that there are many ways to, to heaven. No, there's only one way, and that's Jesus Christ. Yeah. Amen. Um, we're almost out of time, but I got to ask right. you, this, I actually have a couple of loaded questions. I think we can get through this. <laughs> All right. uh, this question is, um, do you think, let me get back to it. Uh, do you think, do you believe God took his hand of protection off the U.S. because of Trump's peace plan? No, yeah, absolutely not. I, no. So, because uh, there's there are the websites out there yeah. that relate everything to something like that. But mm -hmm. I believe what's happening in the United States started a long time oh, ago. Before Trump. Yeah. I mean, we, we are witnessing what has started in the beginning. I mean, it, this, is, this is a whole yeah. lot further out. Um, again, as I shared, I mean, things are coming to America uh, you know, uh, we are witnessing, I mean, even with the kids that are out there today, they're a byproduct of what they've been taught years ago. Yeah. You follow me? So, oh, yeah. I mean, their whole mentality, their psyche is based on what they've, what they've been taught by, by college professors mm -hmm. who were before them. You follow me? So, oh, no, yeah. no. Uh, God does tell us in Joel chapter 3, he will judge the nation that divides his land, but this peace plan isn't even confirmed yet. Yeah. And I do believe all this started a long time ago. What we are experiencing yes. now, yes. I'm very concerned yes. um, about the direct. I don't see this turning around apart from repentance yes. or us, Jesus calling us home. Daniel 9 for every Christian. I, I challenge a Christian to read Daniel 9. Read it in, in light of, of, of America. Read it in light of the church today. Read it in light of your own personal, your personal uh, walk. Uh, Daniel prayed for Israel. He prayed, God, uh, to us belong your judgments, but God, I'm crying out for your mercy. Mm -hmm. I pray, Lord, to us in America, we've sinned. We've turned our back on you. God, we've legalized things that are contrary to your word. To us, oh God, belong your judgment, but God, I'm asking for your mercy. Lord, give us a little more time to reach, reach a dying world. This should be our heart. Amen. You know, Amen. And, and what we see, I mean, but, but in these latter days, Tom's, we in the church, the body of Christ, need to discern where we are. Amen. If you don't, uh, it's going to be just like the Pharisees. They didn't, they didn't see Jesus. The Bible said that they handled eternal, eternal life. They touched Jesus. He's eternal. And they didn't see who he was. And that's the case in the church today. Mm -hmm. People are not discerning the times and, and, and things are just passing them by. Yeah. It's amazing to watch what's happening right now. And even people who have gone to church all their lives yes. are ignoring are ignoring the Bible prophecies. Yes. In the same way, the religious people of the first century when amen. Jesus came, they Perfect ignored example. the prophecies and Jesus actually chastised them. Yes, amen. You can look at the weather, you can look at the color of yes. the sky, yes. but you refuse to acknowledge to the, the prophecies of the Messiah. Yeah. Uh, one more question. This is a long, this could be a long answer. Okay. Do you, what do you suspect is in the, the covenant of Daniel, so it's talking about Daniel chapter 9, the covenant mm -hmm. that Antichrist confirms with the many. Well, we know one is going to be peace. He's going to try to bring peace to the region. One reason we know that because Daniel also says that by peace he shall destroy many. So he, he definitely he's going to, bring, going to bring a peace factor to them. Uh, and I think that's a major part of that covenant. But that, that's, a, that's a big 
big big answer. I mean, you know, there's a lot to How about that. the temple. Do you think temple, everything. part of it will be no uh, doubt about that? Yeah. No okay. doubt. But but Jesus said, when you see that abomination of desolation spoken of the Dan of prophet Daniel, when you see that thing standing in the holy place, ye which you know you see that he said flee to the mount. He told he told his yeah. Jewish brothers, when you see this abomination of desolation, it's time for you to run. So I believe things are lining up right now, you know, mm -hmm. with them training the Jewish boys and ancient rites of animal sacrificing, with them uh, having plans to rebuild the, ta the temple, with them having all the furnishings ready, with them bringing back the, uh, the Sanhedrin. The Sanhedrin, the religious governing body in Israel is back. Mm -hmm. This is the group that's going to that's gonna ordain the high priest. Yeah. Those signs to me point to that we are closer than, than, than we know. Oh, it, it, what's, it, it, this just dawned on me, we're going to go another minute, because, right. because <laughs> I, I have a lot of things I could ask you. Okay, so I'm looking at the, the situation of the world right now, traveling, right now because of limited travel, and yeah. it's, going, it's, it's not going to be, um, the, the travel thing isn't just going to open up as soon as we get past COVID or whatever, yeah, it's just yeah. not going to, there's going to be yeah. so many restrictions, yeah. it's going to be curbed. Israel is going to become more and more self-contained mm -hmm. and it's going to become this it, it, it's going to be standing alone and you can see it coming mm -hmm. and when i look at it and things developing like the temple and everything it's like god is isolating israel that's what it appears to me right now mm -hmm. isolating israel even from world travel mm. and somebody like me that wants to go there yeah. we're going to isolate them and god's working in these last days to get Israel to the place where he is taking. Well, I, again, I, I believe that also applies to during the season of tribulation. So they will have to go through that season to really see him. You follow me? Yeah. There's preparation today. Okay, now, in regards to travel, I do believe that travel is going to look a little bit different, not a little, a lot different uh, going forward. And uh, we're going to have to adjust to do that. You know, uh, I'm a traveling ministry. I mean, I believe airplanes was created for, for my ministry for to travel. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. I've said many times as we fly, I told my wife, I said, sweetheart, you know, without uh, God allowing man to have this technology to fly, uh, we couldn't go and do what we do. Uh, the old circuit rider evangelists back in the old days, they rode horses. And they went from place, and I'm thinking in my mind, I said, how did these guys communicate? How did they, how did they plan their schedule? I mean, there was no website. There was, how did they plan their schedule? But they, 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 they rode those horses and they did evangelistic work. And, uh, you know, so things going to change. I, I understand that, but we're going to have to roll with the punches and do what God has called us to do, you know, by his grace. I, I would encourage people to pray uh, for ministries like mine as well. Yeah. Uh, again, you know, when our schedule shut down, it shut down, it locked yeah. down, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we, we trust God and we just continue to move on and, you know, do what he, what, he, what he called to do. But so I, I want to say to you again, I thank you, Tom, for allowing us to come. You, you have been the first ministry uh, I said, this is my first teaching or in uh, question and answer since the, the lockdown, yeah. you know, and uh, I, I appreciate it. It's great having you. Yeah. Our schedule's online. They can go to our schedule. We have a lot of meetings that are scheduled that are still in place that I do believe that, that we'll, be, uh, we'll, we'll be able to carry those out, you know, but, but pray for us. Amen. Yeah. In fact, I want to encourage all of you who are watching, uh, listen carefully. Don's full support comes from his viewers. And uh, it's been great. And people, when he's able to go and travel, like you said, you haven't been able to travel. So go to Don's ministry, according to prophecy.org. Yes. <laughs> uh, go there. You can also find him on Facebook. 
I would encourage you to support his ministry. Thank you, Tom. Uh, Don, it's been great having you here it's with me. It's been an honor and a privilege. Do you have any final closing words? That camera in the back. Well, wherever the camera, okay, whichever one it is. Let God use you. With that camera. Okay. Let the Lord use you uh, in these times. Uh, if you don't know, uh, pray, God, help me to discern where I am and allow these times uh, to motivate your life. Uh, look circumspect at your own walk. Uh, have a revival within your own life, you know, and uh, let the Lord use you as an evangelist to reach a lost world. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Don. God bless all of you for joining us. And listen, I want to remind you, be sure that you subscribe to this YouTube channel. Share this, whether Facebook or from YouTube. Share it with your friends. We're looking forward to this next time also. Don, thank, thank you, you very much. Thank you, Tom. Bless you. You too. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time.